Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of water. I know I've been teased a few times because I have water on my podcast as my drink of choice, but honestly, it's a form of self-care for me. Today, I'm going to talk with you about a few things that I recommend you start integrating into your everyday practices at work so that you can start to nourish your self-care a little bit. And, you know, in healthcare, self-care is like foreign, right? It's like, what? Self-care? Like, I don't have time for that, right? I'm, I'm too busy giving care all the time. How can, I, how can I receive that from myself and hold that space for myself? But what if I told you that you could integrate things in your everyday work environment that will still nourish you, still be an investment in your long-term well-being, and still make you feel like you're not um, depleted, okay, from doing them. So let's get on with it. The first thing, okay, so we all have breaks, whether they're short or whether they're long, we all take a couple minutes here and there. I want you to ask yourself at that moment when you have a break, whether it's your lunch break, whether it's just a break, or whether you have a break between patients, whatever it might be, I want you to ask yourself whether you need to disconnect from others or connect with others. So if you are someone who, you know, maybe you have a busy household, you know, you have a partner, you have children, and you know, you're constantly giving, giving, and then, you know, you go to work and you're giving, 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 you come home, you have to give, give, give again, and you have absolutely no time for yourself. So you might find that you would benefit from more disconnection and downtime or just being with yourself, being out in nature, sitting outside, going for a walk, whatever it might be, if you can fit it into that time. 
Or if you're the opposite and you often feel lonely, maybe you could take that time to connect with people who will support, uplift you, um, and just just be there, right? People that you feel completely comfortable with and you could be yourself with authentically. So that's the first thing. So either connect or disconnect. And depending on how many times you have breaks throughout your day, it could be both, right? Depending on the situation. And sometimes too, um, even though you might crave a bit of disconnection, if you can find yourself being around people who don't require much effort from you and they, they're just totally fine with you being yourself, that might be also therapeutic as well and a little bit of a balance of both, so to speak. The second thing is gratitude moments, okay? You cannot tell me that there is no time to be thankful. You just can't because I don't mean this in the sense of writing it out. I mean this in the sense of a way that nourishes you, a way that serves you, that you feel genuinely and intently grateful from the inside out. So one of the things that I do is I have like a prayer posted above my desk. Um, So when I come to work, it's right there. If I don't read it right at the start, I do read it at some time or at some point throughout my day. So it's just there in front of me. If I'm walking up and down the halls, I will say things that come to mind, things that I've been thinking about. They just come come to mind as I'm walking down the hall and I give thanks for them. Um, before, after I leave a patient's room or when I come back to my workstation, for example, I will sometimes take a deep breath and be thankful for my ability to breathe. So gratitude is your way of centering yourself. It's your way of being mindful. It's your way of being present. Okay. So it's also a part of perhaps your faith and it could be a, be a part of just an overall practice of nourishing yourself. Nobody feels negative after giving thanks so keep that in mind it doesn't matter how often you do it there's always time to do it and always space for it to happen third if you commute to work to and from work so there was a time where for a few years where i was commuting almost two hours a day and i would get frustrated because i felt like i was wasting a lot of time and then i realized well what could i do to make the best of this situation so what i found worked for me is on my way to work I was able to set intentions for the day. I would listen to relatable podcasts, audio clips, books, things like that. And that seemed to fill my cup. And I would go into work with kind of um, an intention, you know, an expectation, you could say, a plan, things like that. And it only took my my drive to kind of bring my thoughts together because I, I was alone with myself. And I was able to do that. And then on the way back from work, going home, the last thing I wanted to listen to was something that I that was kind of learning in nature, right? But it was more just decompressing is more of what I craved. So I would listen to more music. So whether it was, you know, slower tunes just to kind of relax myself, um, or in some cases, it, you know, it could have been more upbeat tunes to kind of get my energy going if I felt depleted from the day. It just depends on what it is that you need at that time. But your commutes are a good way to nourish yourself either through music, like I said, podcasts, audio casts, or audio books. Finally, the fourth thing is your nutrition and hydration. Okay, so we're circling back back to that. So for me, hydration I try to put my water bottle in a place where I can always see it or in an area that I commonly come back to 
so that I know that I'm going to drink it. So what I recommend for hydration is that you're putting your water wherever you are most frequently at and that way you're always seeing it okay some people go as far as like putting like sticky notes on their water bottle to remind them to drink or they'll label it with numbers to identify how much they've drank throughout the day and those are all good strategies but the point is is not to add more time or take more time away from you the point is just to integrate it into your the flow of your working day in terms of nutrition so if you're someone who you know prepares your lunch the night before, for example, prepare a healthy lunch, okay, prepare healthy snacks. I find for me, I use my work time as like structure for that. So I know that throughout my day, I'm having at least one good meal, because I have no choice, I've already prepared it, it's already done. And I know that if I don't have it, um, and I indulge on something heavy, and something that isn't healthy for me, I know that for the rest of the day, I'm tired, I'm depleted, and I just don't have as much to give or as much energy or pep in my step, so to speak. So think about that too. And it's a good way of kind of, like I said, structuring your nutrition. So if you are someone who's monitoring your diet, maybe you're monitoring your weight, or you're just monitoring the health um, in which you're, you're experiencing, I often find that this is a really big thing is what are you eating on your lunch hour? Because if you're eating crap on your lunch hour and then you go home and eat crap, you can imagine how crappy you're going to feel and the compound effect of that over time, you know, I don't really need to say much more. You know that that what that will do to you, it will drain you. It will just make you feel gross and it will make you feel uncomfortable with yourself. So Definitely utilize your working time as a time to get in healthier snacks, healthier meals, and your hydration. So these are simply four things that you can integrate. None of them take extra time, but all you do is integrate them into your everyday. And when you think of self-care, right, self-care are these little investments that that um, pay off in a way over time. And the way in which they pay off is you feeling good about yourself, you feeling good about where you're at, you feeling um, like you're more optimistic, that you have more energy, that you know you are able to set boundaries, things like that. It just prepares you for, for better for yourself. And if you can think of it that way, that it's more of an investment rather than a moment of immediate gratification, if you can think of it that way, you'll be more committed and you'll see the long-term effects of this. I've been doing a combination of all of these for years, so I can speak to that, okay? And I can still find the time to do things in the evenings after my work that most people would think like is crazy or even working out first thing in the morning, like waking up at 5 a.m. Like a lot of people, think that that's just impossible, but I'm telling you it's not, but it really does start with the the little things that you can integrate into your everyday. Don't think of self-care as more work. That's the last thing you ever want to think of it as. It's all about prioritizing yourself, okay? Prioritize yourself. It's not that we don't have the time, it's just we don't make ourselves a priority sometimes. So think of it that way. Another good thing to do is ask yourself why your self-care matters. Why does it matter right now? Um, and why should it matter? So for some people, it's health-related. For other people, it's emotionally related, right? Um, 
by having or connecting with the why it sometimes will allow you to stay committed because again these things are not complicated these things are very simple they're simple investments but they will pay off over time and especially if you do them all in a way they will pay off so let me know what you guys think i hope you enjoyed this podcast i hope this adds value to your day to your morning and to the rest of your week and you know if you have any questions about this or other things that i might do throughout my day to keep my spirits up to keep my soul nourished and to keep paying it forward just simply dm me on instagram my my handle on there is actually at best obsessed with jen So at best obsessed underscore with underscore Jen, and we can have more of a conversation around this. Self-care is one of the biggest ways to prevent burnout, Um, but, but it does take an investment and sometimes it just takes support. It takes uh, mindfulness and awareness of it. So, you know, these are the types of things too that my coaching clients and I go through as I'm heavily invested in their self-care practices as well, right? How much are you giving back to yourself compared to how much you're putting out for others. Okay, guys, so stay well. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And until we chat next time, stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support support.